Welcome to the German Career Startup Podcast. If you are a Chinese talent from a German university who wants to acquire real practical knowledge to find the matching job in Germany, you are more than right here. Here you can learn from the stories of Chinese who have already made it in Germany and experts in the HR field. I am Neil and I support Chinese talents to get their dream job in Germany. Hello everyone, today we have Han Zhong Jiang here. I would like to introduce him firstly. He has an international business bachelor from the University of Applied Sciences from Bremen. He did his working student at Daimler during his studies and he has done an internship in the marketing department at Bosch China and kickstarted his career as an associate brand specialist at Amazon and then started to work at one of the biggest drugstore chains in Germany where he's also working today. For two years he was the project manager for international business development China and nowadays for more than one year he's the team leader business development for Asian markets. I would like to uh, start of course asking some interesting questions and getting to know you a little bit better. This is what the podcast is all about. So how would your friends and family describe you when you're, yeah, when you're not around maybe? Okay. I guess my friends would say I'm a guy of a lot of ideas. Some smart, but some funny, I think. Definitely funny. Um, also very unconventional, creative, but definitely a guy um, you like to surround yourself with. Um, as my family will describe me as a good child of the family and um, very listening to the parents, um, not speaking so often against the parents. So this is basically my two faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but they sound uh, really normal as well. In a way, also entrepreneurial, right? What you, how you're describing yourself, in my opinion, a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And if we go back into time a little bit, because uh, your friends and family, uh, they, they started to surround you when you were young as well. And this probably also made you the person you're today. Um, how did you actually grow up? Were you uh, born in China? Did, were you born here in Germany? How did that start? Where did your life start? Uh, my life started in the 90s in Germany, uh, no, in China. Um, and I'm born in China in 1992. Um, this is more or less one decade after the opening of China to the West. I think it's a good time um, to get born and um, where the whole country is getting more wealth and you're opening to the world, you see more from the world. Personally, I'm born into a family of academical background. Both of my parents have studied, uh, both have met themselves in Shanghai. So <laughs> quite, um, quite cool um, and came from the um, same hometown. hometown. Therefore, um, the income uh, of the family in China was quite okay. I would say I did not miss anything in China. Then I went to um, a China school um, for the first year and the second year, I guess. And then, um, yeah, I moved to Germany. Um, oh, pretty, yeah, yeah um, it's a pretty coincidence that my mother um, got relocated to Germany because she has studied um, German in the university. And in this time being in the 90s in China, I think not a lot of people know Germany or can speak German. So um, she's got um, a possibility from her 
um, employee to um, get relocated to Germany and start the business in Germany for the company. And exactly that um, what she did. And then um, with eight, I've got um, relocated with her and the family to Germany. And um, yeah, there I still yeah, I'm still here. And so now. still you're here. Yeah. And also with your with your parents or your grandparents, how was that for them? Because at that time being leaving the country was probably really yeah, not really rare. Yeah, I guess um for my parents it's quite normal because my mother have vis has visited Germany several times um in their studies and um in her first jobs. So this was not this um, uncommon we have done one holiday in germany so i know german germany a bit but for my grandparents it's like the end of the world they are losing their grandchild they're losing their child and they they have thought that once we have relocated to germany we were not able to come back and uh, as the grandparents will always think um they will not made it until we have enough money to come back and then this is basically they see themselves without us for the rest of their life. So it's, it's really hard for them. But your family took, or your parents in general took it easy or how was that for them to leave I, their I grandparents there? Or did they also bring them over? No, they have not um, the possibility to bring them over um, as the Germany law is very um, restricted on this. Um, but um, I think they took it very easy. They are, they quite know that um, this is not the end of the world. It is definitely just a short period that we will be in Germany. So we were able to come back. My grandparents are not this old. So they, are, they have no idea, I guess. Makes a lot of sense. But I think it's also in, in my head also from, I also grew up abroad and this was always difficult for my grandparents as well but it still affected me as well because they're always making some weird comments about uh, us living abroad and they couldn't really understand it. And then you started also learning German for sure when you, when you come to, came to Germany. Um, so w did you stay your whole school time with your parents in Germany or how did that develop? Yeah, that's um, pretty much exactly what happened. So I came to Germany with eight and um, it was pretty straightforward. I started in the second class with no German knowledge, um, but I think I've learned it very fast. Um, at least this is what I can remember. Please do not try to ask one of my former teachers. Maybe they will tell you something <laughs> else. <laughs> um, but afterwards, um, it went pretty good. Um, I went to high school then, at first junior high, then high school, and then I studied in Bremen. And I studied um, international business and had a year abroad in China where I tried to go back to my roots and um, learn a bit more um, in a personal way um, or in the own way um, how the Chinese society is and studied at East China Normal University in Shanghai and also completed an internship at Bosch. Yeah. Ah, also, some from the studies, you continue with, this, uh, with the internship in the same city. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. And how was it actually from being in Germany for your whole, let's say, youth and then going for studies in the, in the country where you were born or raised as well? How was this impression for you? Were you still connected to the culture? Was this feeling weird in a way? Or how, was, how did you feel? Um, I visited um, 
China once or twice in a year when I was at um, junior high and high school. So I know China quite good, but not this good that I can um, um, yeah, adapt to the lifestyle of China in no time. So basically I have got a period where I compared everything. I compared um, what would it be in Germany, what would it be in China, um, starting by finding a home for me and um, renting a house. They, in China, they want one year of, um, no, they want a contract over one year. They want um, four months of um, the rent um, beforehand and something like this. this is really uncommon for me. And then um, how the Chinese people behave is definitely um, another thing than what the Germans will do. So you have to um, learn a lot in the time and you have to adapt a lot, I think. But it yeah. was a great time, I think. It was a great time for me to, um, to have a different mindset, to have a different view on China and to have a different view of um, myself. When I came to Germany, I um, thought I would be Chinese. Then in China, I definitely thought I would be German and I'm stuck <laughs> in the middle now. So I'm not knowing if I'm Chinese or if I'm more German, but I guess it's maybe more German, but I am not so sure. Okay. And what, so what, one of these learnings was that you find out who you are. Um, did you have some other, let's say, uh, big learnings in your time when you were in China, maybe also during your internship? I guess in my internship, I've got a great mentor. He has taught me a lot. Uh, I came to Bosch with basically no knowledge. Um, I've just finished four semesters of international business. It's basically very fresh. And... Um, I have no idea of what the working life will be. I came to Bosch very unconventional over um, a friend who knows a friend and the friend knows my boss and something like this. And um, this, was, this was definitely different than um, what you do in your studies um, because a company runs not on a system like you have learned in your studies. Maybe some parts of it you can adapt, but um, more likely it's um, dealing with problems, dealing with people. And so I think this time, yeah, I've learned quite a lot, I think. Yeah. And your mentor, was, was he German? Was he Chinese? He was German. He was, was an uh, expat, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, after that, you, you went back to Germany and um, finished your studies. Um, but I would like to know also, because you, you probably, you, your life is also pretty unconventional. It's not normal. Um, you, you knew, of course, German after, after high school and everything. Um, but did you ever have some difficulties um, because you were, let's say, an international student, international talent somewhere, but also German in your studies? Or did that e even help you more? I think in my studies, it helped me a lot that I can um, have a different mindset on everything. Um, in the school, it was pretty much different because I'm a practical guy. I didn't like school this much. Um, school for me was more a place where I can met my friends and maybe learn, maybe not, probably not. <laughs> so it's really? not like in China, in the schools where it's a little bit, uh, let's say, tougher than in Germany, at least. No, definitely not, because I came to Germany and I love the freedom here. I love the freedom of Germany. I love that I can be um, myself. And um, basically, I killed every stereotype of a Chinese person or a Chinese student for my teachers. Because <laughs> I've, 
I'm so bad at school, man. I'm so bad at school. I'm not a friend of learning Goethe or Latin. At Latin, I have um, no clue what I have learned in the time. Yeah, so um, I do not like things um, that will never impact my life or that I never use in my life. This for me was quite sure. But I love to learn things. This, is, um, this would be necessary for my future. And um, for my school year, I have to tell myself that I have to know some things in the future and I need that to graduate. I need the graduation so I can go to university. This is the only drive of me in my school time, yeah. basically. Yeah, and I think it was okay in the school so the, time. What kind of grade did you have? Because some people here are always like, yeah, I was so bad in school, but I had the best grade. <laughs> no, um, in my A-level in Germany, I've got at the end 2.9, okay. which is really not good. Um, yeah, I'm struggling with 2.9 because I've got a lot of worries which university will take me as a student. And then so, you started yeah. applying. Was this actually a difficulty? Um, at the end, I was quite lucky. I was quite lucky because um, my university in um, Bremen, the University of Applied Science, in this year have got not um, invite the students with the grades um, rather than um, they have done the lottery. So huh. I came in. Oh, okay, yeah, that's very it's, lucky. It's really lucky. And um, I've applied also in several other universities and got rejected um, due to the grades, I think. But so this was the, the only end, option in the end? Um, one of three, I guess. So one, one of three. four, something like this, yes. Okay, but wow. Another one were not an option really, Bayreuth or Hof were not this kind of good option, I think, for me. Okay. I actually also applied. I had a 2.4 and applied for 15 universities and only one took me. <laughs> oh, man. This so I think sometimes luck also plays it. a role. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and before, uh, we also had a conversation uh, before this interview and you were telling also that you started working for Amazon after you finished your studies and at the yeah. same time in your school time when you were someone, maybe you, you didn't have the best grace, but you really liked e-commerce and this is why you somehow got into working for this pretty big and famous company. How was that step? How did you get into that company? Did you apply for a lot of companies in general? Um, I would like to get to know your process behind it. Yeah, I guess the process was um, that I love to be in the um, e-commerce field because um, in my youth, um, I have got um, the first um, yeah the first thing to do with e-commerce. Basically, when I was um, 14, I think I have um, I I was a big Werder Bremen fan and I live in Germany, uh, I live in Bremen. So it was quite easy for me with a bit of effort to come to tickets for Bremen games. This is the time where Bremen um, is always beating FC Bayern München. So it was the best time of Bremen and when Bremen um, wins the German um, Bundesliga. And so I've got a lot of tickets which I can sell in the um, e-commerce field on eBay. Um, at first, then I have um, noticed that the outlet city has opened in Bremen. There I bought clothes and sold them in my eBay shop. Um, yeah, I've got quite connected to um, the e-commerce world when I was younger. And afterwards, um, in China, I love to um, buy some small things from Taobao. This is where I guess um, everybody 
come in contact with Taobao 2008, 2009. And then I've thought, well, maybe it's a coincidence. I've got uh, iPhone 3G, I think, in the moment, at that moment, and I need accessories. Um, normally, I will buy it in China because it's cheaper. And then um, I forgot it one time in China, or um, maybe I've not bought enough or something like this, and I want a new one, and I've, I um, have a look at um, eBay. This time it's no Amazon in Germany. I look at eBay and the prices were ridiculously high, maybe tens of price of the Chinese. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you can use this. And then um, I've learned a lot with some books and um, flown to China, um, met with some guys from Taobao and then sourced a lot of products at first in my hand and luggage. Afterwards, I've got a logistic company um, who helped me with this. And um, yeah, I've opened a small shop in the um, school time, I think it was a year before my graduation from um, high school, I opened an eBay shop. When I was 18, I've, um, the next thing I've done was um, open an eBay shop and sold um, smartphone accessories, which I um, sourced from China from this. And so I've not, I'm pretty connected to the e-commerce world or more likely you're connected in the way you can in this time. Yeah. And then after graduation, I've kept this. I um, still buy a lot of things in the e-commerce world and um, Amazon grew bigger and bigger. And um, yeah, then after the studies, I thought I have to find a job or I would also likely to find a job. And I've got two options. I love automotive. I love to drive the fancy cars. Um, and I love e-commerce. So um, this is, yeah why I applied for several jobs um, in the automotive industries. Nobody wanted to hire me. And then I applied to Amazon. Luckily they hired me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, but at the end I've, I've got a few um, interview, interviews and um, in Amazon went better and better. At the end I've got an um, Amazon hire day and where I could meet four different Amazon managers. Um, after full day of um, interview, I've got hired by um, the department vendor management garden at Amazon. So I became an associate brand specialist um, for Amazon. What exactly is that position? <laughs> Could you explain that for someone who yeah. doesn't know what you do there? Yeah, uh, basically my responsibility was um, purchasing and developing um, Amazon exclusive lines in the garden sector. Okay. Um, you are buying products um, with high potentials and identify at first the high potential products and try to source them from one of your partners for a low price. Um, a lot of people know Amazon basics. And at this time being where I was at Amazon, um, it was um, named differently. Amazon basics came afterwards. At first we have got um, different names, um, which you are not able to connect to Amazon, but definitely this is the Amazon brand and um, yeah. You can use a lot of data from um, the another um, marketplace partners and identify which um, product are the best selling one on the marketplace and you try to copy them. It's okay. easy, I think. Okay, and there you could probably also use your, let's say your Chinese skills a lot or not. Um, basically not in this job, hmm. no, um, because um, we have sought them over a German partner because I, we are not working with um, the Chinese suppliers directly. 
because um, it's e much easier to do the business with a German vendor because he is um, more specified in this field. We are working with um, some people who are also delivering garden goods to Aldi, which you see in some garden weeks at Aldi or at Lidl. And um, this is the guys we are working with. Okay, I understand. And then you also told me previously that uh, you were only there for a short amount of time. Um, how did how did that come? Because you were someone who was motivated. You had e-commerce previous, uh, let's say, uh, knowledge. You were motivated. How? Why did you uh, leave and go to the company you're working for today? I guess uh, that the time at Amazon was very um, a big. Uh, that were a challenge. It was a big challenge for me, starting from moving to Bremen to Munich and stand your ground at the new company with really smart people. I love the people at Amazon. Um, I'm still in contact with some of them, and um, but this gives you an idea of um, you are pretty much um, a new hire. You are not this good at them, and um, you get pretty shy and quiet in this time. And um, in the changeover from student to full-time employee, I, I, get, I, I thought I would know a lot of things because I've done a, an internship at um, Daimler, I've done an internship at Bosch, and I have my own eBay shop. No, at the end, it was not. Um, at the end, you know, basically very less of things which Amazon needed. And this thing, you have to learn a lot in, um, in the time. And I've basically no experience in the purchasing field. But... Um, this is also a time where I soaked in very a lot of things um, because um, I have to um, I have to yeah adapt to a new field and I've soaked in everything in really short time to get myself to the stadium of I can operation in Amazon, but it's was quite a time and focus efficient um, period of my life in Munich. So basically, I worked from eight to seven, and um, the boss said. This is also not enough. And um, I have to rethink about what I want in life if I want to stay at Amazon and work this um, long, yeah. These long hours. Yeah. Long hours um, every day. Um, is this something which will make you happy or is this not? And furthermore, um, I've got um, decided for myself that. Um, this is not something I want to do for um, a lot of time. I want to stay at Amazon for two years and then looking for a, a better career opportunity. And then I've thought about um, if you should, you can. So basically, why wait two years to look for a better opportunity? Start yeah. looking now. But of course, it's also risky, right? At the same time. <laughs> it was a bit of risk, but I think sometimes you have to take the risk to um, develop yourself and um, go further in your life or to um, get to the point um, what you, you, you get to your target at the end. So um, it was, yeah, it was, it was quite um, unconventional. Then I have searched for uh, new jobs. Um, I think it's beginning from the fourth months or fifth months in Amazon. And um, this is, a great timing, I guess. This was quite lucky because um, Amazon, uh, no, Alibaba, has got opened a German branch. 
and they are asking every German um, big, big German retailers to join them. And at this time, a lot of um, companies are searching for talents in the e-commerce field um, with the Chinese background. And um, this is exactly the perfect time to um, leave Amazon because um, you will get to the next stage of the career after only maybe six months, seven months at Amazon, which you will able to get when you are finishing two years at Amazon. So I took the chance. I um, go to my boss and frankly say, my boss is not my best friend. I don't like him, he don't like me, it's fine. And I'm saying to him, yeah, basically I have to move on with my life. I've not seen myself on Amazon. And then this is the point where I have, um, I have fine peace in myself, for myself. And I said, okay, good, then um, move along, move to the next stage um, where you can combine e-commerce and your background. So it's even better. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a, a, nice in, uh, a nice coincidence, of course. Did yeah. you already yeah. also, before you uh, finished working at Amazon, did you already have that job? Or was it still the risk that when you came out of your job, you needed to look for or new opportunities? Uh, basically, um, I've got applications ongoing and um, I've got interviews already, but I've not fixed um, a contract. But this came, yeah, very quickly afterwards, I guess, yeah. But then it's also lucky because I've also made the, uh, made the experience that some people quit having nothing in their hand, not even having done interviews or not g getting to know the industry. Like you said, hey, uh, you, had, you had the coincidence with Alibaba. You knew that, that they were looking for people and applied directly during your, uh, during your previous work. So I think that's also a good tip someone can give to, to the younger students out there. Um, definitely. Um, get to know what your market value are and um, look for jobs at least before you quit. Mostly you have got a long time from quitting to getting a new job because normally you have got three months of periods, um, three months you have to um, quit before you um, can leave the company. So it's a long time. Um, have at least a look at the job market. <laughs> Don't quit in this time being in a coronavirus and think um, that you will go to the automotive industry and uh, be a manager there. So it's not likely to happen. But when you have few options um, open and you have got a few good interviews already, then why not take the risk? Um, leave the company earlier to get to your dream job. I think it's also, yeah, one thing... Um, you can do, but it's calculated risk. It's not going into the blue and yeah. risking everything. Yeah, it's definitely that's a, one thing I would not recommend. I think even less today in <laughs> this time. Yeah, this time being, yeah. And then you started to work for the new company and there you could probably use your Chinese skills being a business developer <laughs> for the Chinese market. So how was that from using, being able to also now additionally use this, use your, let's say your cultural skills. Was this, was this easier or was this also a huge challenge for you? No, it's quite easy. I think um, it's a quite good kickstart into the career. I've gained 
a bit of experience at Amazon or quite good experiences time were very, very good for myself to develop myself and soaking new things at Amazon, which I can brought to the new company. And um, this gives me confidence um, to um, really kickstart um, in the new company. I've got um, a lot of um, energy in the new company and um, yeah, basically um, I've done it um, quite good, I think. <laughs> so um, yeah, at the end it worked out very well. Also um, with the Chinese background of myself, um, because at first they have um, no Chinese people at the company now. And um, I've got the opportunity to be the first Chinese people in the company. And um, um, yeah, I guess I can use it a lot, my so, Chinese background. And this is what um, makes the Chinese people really um, yeah, valuable for a company to understand the cultural background. So you were also feeling val valued in the company because you could really bring the value to the company no one else could, I can imagine. Um, yeah, part of, I think. And also I've um, feeling the, the support of um, my two bosses, my boss, my direct boss and the boss um, um, over my boss. And um, they are very supportive and um, they're giving you the, um, the feel of um, welcome in the new company and um, you can do whatever you want because they have such a deep trust in you. I don't know where this came from because I came from the scratch and um, they trusted me this much and um, I have to give back something. Um, yeah, this is exactly then where the passion kicked in and the passion of e-commerce, the passion for different cultures. And also as a China, um, born Chinese, this is something you cannot, um, you cannot hide or you cannot stop, babe. Um, yeah, I've, yeah, I was very happy at the new company and um, still be there after three and a half years and um, still being very happy at, the new com at this company now. So yeah, I think quite a good step, yeah. It sounds very positive, but did you also have uh, any ch big challenge during that time, during your three years already here, there? And how did you solve it? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I've got some big challenges and I've got still big challenge every day, I think, because it, um, the business with Asian people, especially with Chinese people are not this kind of, um, easy because, um, you would maybe know it. The Chinese will say one thing and do another thing. And you have to really know or read between the lines, what they are wanting to, what they are want for this business. So um, I have to deal with this every day. I have to deal with um, discussions, a lot, really hard discussions, also discussions which is not comfortable for um, Chinese people. And afterwards I have to um, make sure that they will do the things you want them to do at the end, or at least um, come to a win-win situation, or um, let's say more win for you um, situation. So um, this is a challenge every day, I think. And also big challenges. I've got a few also at um, the new company um, to exactly get the um, deadline ongoing and um, do the calculations right at the end because the Chinese market is um, changing a lot. And um, 
go to your um, management staff and um, defend your own ideas and um, make them believe in the same vision that you have for the Chinese market or for the Asian market. It's, um, yes, challenging, but it's also very fun, I think. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I can imagine this is, this is for sure not so easy. Uh, what kind of valuable skill would you say that maybe your colleagues, because maybe not all of them have Asian backgrounds, what kind of skills would you have with this Asian background as well that no one else has in the company or you bring to the table? Because this is always some of the students who graduate here in Germany, they have this Chinese background as well. And they're like, yeah, Neil, I don't, I don't really have, I don't really have a skill my other colleagues have. And I'm like, no, you're either, I don't think you're right. You probably have one, but you don't know yet which one you have. So yeah, the would be, yeah. The most important part is make sure you will go to a company. You will bring a different mindset to a company at least you will bring a different um, language to the company, which is very valuable. Um, you cannot communicate this good in a foreign language than you can do in your mother tongue. So when you are applying for a job with, um, with Chinese background as a Chinese student, make then you will know your biggest advantage is your language and is that you know the cultural background of the country better than anyone. So um, this is a valuable asset. And with this, you can build on and everybody have another strength. M maybe you can use this too. Maybe, or maybe, hopefully you can use this. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, if it's somehow possible, if it, if it would be great that the people also, if they know Chinese, they also apply for a job where somehow China or Asia is, is related to the job itself, I think. That's at least my, if, if it's somehow possible. Sometimes you cannot choose, but yeah. it's recommendable. This can be a good way to land your first job um, because Germany needs some the people, or let's say in German, they need the Fachkräfte, and you're <laughs> definitely one Fachkraft when you can speak Chinese as well. Why not use this? But when you cannot use this, you can go for your passion. You can go um, for another approach because you are passionate in e-commerce. You're passionate in business. You're passionate in law. Something like this. Use your passion and um, build this as a solid ground. And um, maybe you have got a few other skills. For example, you are a master at SQL and um, you're very good at data and something like this. And again, you can build this, maybe the first job don't have to do with China when you do not have the possibility or you do not want is also fine. But um, know what your passions are and know what things you are good at and use this. Not use your weakness, rather use your strength. Find a, new, a good company, find a, new, a good boss. He can teach, him, teach you a lot and find, from my experience, a supportive boss. This is really, really um, important for you to yeah. feel the background and then get confidence. When you are confident, you are able to give 120%. If you're not confident, you are thinking that you're giving 100% and you are busy all day, but you are just reaching 50% of the target at the end. Yeah. And how did you, because this is one of the most difficult things, I think also with social skills, uh, you might not have the experience. How do you find out 
um, if you have a boss or a line manager who really stands behind you, supports you, is this something you can find out earlier or you have to really experience after several months or years? I think um, two parts. For the first one, um, you can ask a lot of questions in the interviews. It's not only a, a time when you introduce yourself to the new company, the new company also introduces themselves to you. And this is the perfect time to ask questions. And please ask questions in the interviews. Do not say, yeah, everything good. And um, yeah, you have asked your questions. Hopefully you will hire me now. It's another way around. Um, you have also to choose for the company. Then you can find out a bit more about the boss. Maybe um, you can go to the new company and offer a free day of trial. Maybe you will um, get to know the company better when you are working one day at the new company for no cost. They can know you better, you can know the work better, and afterwards the losses um, will be much more unlikely to happen when um, you are knowing the company good. And um, most, mostly you will go to a new city for the first job and you will save a lot of energy and time for both for your company and another company. If you are asking the right questions, you are asking a lot of questions. Maybe you have got a um, day when you can um, have a trial at the new company or yeah, at least try to get to know your new company well and also read some, um, yeah, some scores at Kununu or op open uh, glass doors, I think they call yeah. themselves and get to know the company better. I really love the tips you're giving here because many, uh, especially Chinese students, are sometimes also shy to ask these questions, although in Germany it actually is very well welcome that you ask them and they also know that you're feeling um, good with the culture and that you're feeling welcome there as well. Because in the end, if you have someone or if both sides don't uh, get along really well, in the end you have a problem, right? If the person doesn't fit into the culture. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, um, after also talking to you, you, you sound like a, per, a person who is really strong, confident, but did you have to face a tough situation in your life to nowadays really get this, know your value or your strength and be this strong as a person? Yeah, this was quite a several time, I think. Um, uh, the first time was at my eBay shop. I opened the eBay shop. Um, And then um, I've got my product delivered and the customs get in between and um, have had a look at the product. Big problem was um, that my supplier have um, not doing um, the exact thing that I wanted them to do. I, basically I say, um, if you will give me Apple accessories, please, remove um, your stickers which um, with Apple logos because this is not um, this is not allowed in Germany and this is exactly the thing my supplier does and then the customs have seen it and um, as at first Apple is this allowed to use this for sure Apple say no it's not and then they have confiscated the product and send it to Apple really bad really really bad then apple um, has written me a warning letter with um, an amount of 
one million dollar oh. if we would go to court. This is the value before court, so they can get a lot of um, a lot of um, lawyers' fee out of it. I think the lawyers' fee at the end was eight thousand six hundred euros, which is a lot because I have done two thousand euros of turnover every month. I do not have a revenue of eight thousand euros. And also at the 18 year old, I am not likely to have 8,000 8, euros. So at the end, I have to fight for it. I have to develop myself. I have to learn everything from the scratch, from the law, because you have got 14 days of time. You, at first, I thought, do you need a lawyer? I have thought, yes, probably you will know. You have to use a lawyer. And the lawyer is a, com um, a family friend. It's not the best lawyer at the war in the world. So he has to learn a lot of things also. So we develop our both. So I have to look up in the internet a lot of things, how to defend myself to the warning letters to not let this come to get to the court. Because when you go into court, this 8,000 euros will triple. So you will most likely to lose and you will lose 2,400 of euros, uh, no, 24,000 um, euros. So do not go to court at the, at the first time and give them appropriate um, apology letter and hope that they will, um, they will let, you, let you out at the end of the situation with less than 8,000 euros. So um, you have got to, I have to work in a lot for the um, lawyer topics, for example, um, to give them the apology letter, but in the apology letter use the um, Hamburger Brauch, they call it in the, um, in the lawyer's circle and um, not defining um, an amount you have, you're owning them. So basically the value for before court will be sinking from 1 million to 8,000 euros at the first step. And when they are going to court, you are most likely to, um, to have a fee around maybe, I guess, 1,000 or 2,000 euros and um, going step by step, going strategically, going to them, first the apology letter with the Hamburger Brauch, then tell them that you are a student and that you have no money. Basically, um, you are very sorry for this and um, you are not able to give them the 8,000 euros. I've taught them, um, if you want to 8,000 euros on my side, I will go bankrupt. You will become nothing. You will go for court and then you will have to be at the court cost. So um, at the end, this is a negotiation also with um, the lawyers on paper. And at the end, I've come out of the situation quite good. I have to um, give them a thousand euros of the compensation for the um, lawyer's fee. I have to pay my lawyer, which was 500 euros. And I learned a lot of the things um, for myself, defending yourself against warning letters is coming really a lot in the German e-commerce field. So um, I've developed this skill. And, but in this time, I'm near to mentally break down several times because I thought this will be the end of my career, end of my work. At the end of this time, um, you were getting stronger. And by today, I can tell you this, I can laugh about it. I can say, if it's the worst, worst case, you will be bankrupt, so what? It's basically seven years you come out of the bankruptcy. I've been in high school after my graduation from the university. I'm a free man again. <laughs> so um, don't worry about 
maybe you in the stage you are at, you will worry a lot of things. Afterwards, you will maybe more likely to laugh at that things. So um, this is the first experience of mine, which helped me a lot, um, that you can overcome everything. Time heals everything and time can um, make everything, anything better. So this is one, yeah, one thing from, from my side, how I overcome, I think, tough situations. I think that's a pretty tough one. Yeah. I, I hope this never happens to anyone because I think this, I also have a friend who this happened to and he had a similar situation, but even lost a lot more money. And um, this is something which of course can bring you down, uh, really? but of course, in the same time makes you stronger. Like you said, um, is there also a, another story maybe you would like to share with us? Um, where also no, having your cultural background and uh, with the Chinese cultural and the German that you could actually bring both sides together in a nice way, maybe also during your job? Um, yeah, definitely. I have to think about one. I guess um, this happens um, pretty much when um, I develop new partners or new markets. I think... Um, Everything in the Asian market have a big potential for um, European, country, uh, European companies. And um, you, have to, you have to assess the market. You have to assess the partner. What does the partner end out of this? Is he wanting revenue at the end of the world? Is he want to have margin at the end of um, the day? Or does he want to have reputation? And you have to read between the lines because the people in China probably won't tell you in your face. I am looking for um, reputation for my company. So I work with you and um, I've got a lot of money because I am the state owned company and I'm not afraid of losing money. So um, I can work with you. Um, basically you have to read between the lines that this is the case. And after you are knowing what is the case, what the different company wants from your company, you have to build up your strategies from this and um, then you um, you will most likely to um, yeah to go into negotiations um, I think from Chinese to Chinese is more easy on the, um, in in Chinese it's um, more easy than in another um, language because um, they are more most likely to um, express their willings between the lines to you more and um, this can I think, yeah, the um, understanding can help really a lot. Yeah, I can imagine <laughs> this, especially, for example, my Chinese is okay, but I can imagine how, how much this can help you in these kind of tough situations when you really, when the communication is, let's say, more than crucial. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Um, thank you so much for so many tips you're giving us here today and for all the, for the listener as well. Um, to, to, to end this, um, is there something would you have experienced or you would like to give, give the students on their way for their future? Definitely, definitely. For this target group of you, um, the, especially the Chinese um, students in Germany, surround yourself with like-minded persons try to find some German friends, practice your German because you are not able to get a good job without German knowledge. 
or profound German knowledge. And also do internships as often as possible because this will help you to understand what you want to do in the future. Maybe you will find your passion there, maybe. But at least you will find things that you do not want to do in your professional life. And this is very, very, very valuable. And also you have gained a lot of um, work experience before you start the first job. And um, for the nowadays, I think you are not able to find a good job with a few good internships. And so um, I think this is the most important tip for myself. Go out, do internships, get to know yourself better, get to know the companies better. And maybe ask Neil for help. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but only maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Han Jung, uh, for taking your time and giving something back to all the young talents out there. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you thank a lot. Thank you so much.